Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. It's time for the upswing on WTMJ, showcasing businesses, entrepreneurs, and community leaders throughout the great state of Wisconsin. Here's your host, Jeff Sherman. I'm gonna make this place Hello and welcome to the Upswing. Happy Thursday, everyone. Another beautiful day here in downtown Milwaukee. I'm Jeff Sherman, and this simply are conversations at the intersection of community, life, and business. We're learning and growing together. I, I truly appreciate all of the outreach, the, the calls, the texts, the emails. There are ideas galore coming, and I truly, really appreciate it. It all makes me smile. We're growing the guest list. We're growing new names, big names, and areas of interest that are continue to grow and expand the show. So thank you, everyone. Today, we're talking technology, family, co-working, ecosystems, and a little bit about podcasting and small businesses. So I saw a Fast Company story last weekend, and it was by Shalin Gupta. And the title, Americans Have Lost Trust in Most Institutions with one surprising exception. Any guesses? I'll, I'll take a look at the text. If you want to chime in, the WTMJ talk and text line is 855-616-1620. A little bit from the story. We're living in an increasingly polarized country. How does this impact how Americans are seeing institutions such as schools, churches, and businesses that make up the backbone of our societies? The Pew Research Center recently talked to 5,000 American adults to understand how they viewed the various institutions that make up American life. No surprise, kind of large divides in education and religion. 75% of Democrats view colleges and universities favorably. Less than a third of Republicans felt the same way. But meanwhile, 75% of Republicans see churches and religious institutions as having a positive impact, but only 45% of Democrats felt the same way. Personally, I think there's a whole lot more alignment here. but Maybe that's a topic for another day. There was agreement around the military and banks. However, both sides of the coin, the political coin, feel that the military is positive. 60% of Democrats, 64% of Republicans. And, and both agree also that banks and financial institutions aren't great, but aren't bad for the country. But... Let's take heart here. Americans agree that they love small business. 86% of Americans said that they think small business have a positive impact on our country. Small businesses, take heart. You are loved in the state of Wisconsin. There are more than 460,000 small businesses. And truly in my world and in our world, they're such an important driver. And it's not just the typical small business that you think of. It's the startups, it's the technology companies, it's the consulting companies, it's those two- and three-person design shops all around the state, it's ad agencies, so many different shapes and sizes. And our guest today is going to talk about these companies and a whole lot more. Just a little bit, though, on my favorite traditional small businesses. I'm a big local retail fan. Um, my wife used to own a boutique in the historic Third Ward. My 
sister-in-law and brother-in-law owned a toy store. So I've seen that from a really interesting lens. So I'm going to have guests on from across the state to talk about how they kind of showcase their local retail businesses, how they compete with the big guys, and how they use technology and trends to drive their business. There's also food, right? Food, restaurants, food halls, convenience stores, a big driver in the small business world. Quick story, the Kerr's Candy Shop, one of the original tenants in the Milwaukee Public Market downtown, announced that it's leaving at the end of at the end of the month. I have some ideas on what should replace it. So hopefully we're going to have the executive director of the Milwaukee Public Market on in the next couple of weeks. But this is truly an iconic place. They're going to pop-up stores and online, which is a, kind of a big signal in terms of what's happening, right? Getting rid of a retail location that's been there for 18 years, focusing on smaller pop-ups and online. Definitely a trend in the small business world. It's all about small business and tech today. All of this and more on The Upswing. We'll be right back. We're back. This is The Upswing, and I'm Jeff Sherman. Today, we're going to talk technology and small business with our guest, Steve Glenn, who will join us shortly. But since we're talking small business and how businesses impact our communities, I want to give away a gift card to the Mineshaft restaurant in either Hartford or Oshkosh. The Sherman family, we live just outside of the city of Milwaukee in the North Shore, so the Mineshaft in Hartford, it's, it's an easy drive for us, and it's kind of a staple for us, especially with kids. Got a great game room, great pizza. Mom and dad can hang out there, knowing it's totally cool that the kids are up in the, in the game room. A great place to just relax and talk and have a good time. We'll take caller number six at 855-616-1620. Gets a gift card to the Mineshaft restaurant and a friendly reminder. Thursdays today feature buy one, get one pizza free. All right. We've had a bit of an entrepreneurial theme in the first several days of the upswing. Small business is often at the heart of that, right? How do you birth a business? How do you bring an idea to life? What organizations and ecosystems are available in the state? What challenges and rewards are out there for new businesses? Funding, networking, support structure. You'll hear me use the term community a lot on this show, and I, I, I need to define it a little bit. It's For me, community means connections and culture. And we, as a community, need committed people to create these connections and culture. So our next guest is definitely one of those people. For businesses, quickly, community can mean many things, right? It's about customers. It's about social audience, give back programs. And these are all important civic lanes that businesses need to continue to step up on to be a part of the community. When we talk entrepreneurial and community connectors in Greater Milwaukee, Steve Glenn is front and forward. Steve is the chief Milwaukee officer for the Experience Milwaukee podcast and Text MKE, and he's the connector in residence at Alverno College. Steve's going to join us right now. Actually, I'm going to talk a little bit about Summerfest Tech, but say hello, Steve. Hey, everyone. Well, it's great to be here, Jeff. Thank you for the opportunity. It's awesome. Yeah, thanks for being here. Quickly, a little bit about Summerfest Tech, because I know you were involved last year. 
at the event. I attended the event, and all the information just dropped a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. Summerfest Tech, an annual technology conference that began in 2018, last year had attendees from 31 states and 16 countries. Really provide that flavor of what that tech ecosystem is in Milwaukee, right? Locally, along with a national global perspective, uh, when you when you think about the guests and attendees, but also the speakers they bring in and some of the workshops they run. Yeah, very much so. So I want to just emphasize this to our fans. The Summerfest Tech Pitch Competition is back. There's $50,000. <laughs> they give away money too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's great. And they keep some of it for local companies, right? They do, yeah. I, I believe, uh, I know they've done in the past uh, a local champion, a local winner. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming they'll probably do the same thing again this year, but uh, all those details are just uh, getting released. So Yeah, and it's great. You know, these local Shark Tank opportunities are so important to kind of grow that ecosystem and people have ideas often you don't know where to turn right so getting up on stage and being able to pitch to investors means a whole lot yeah and you know you talked about how do you get started what does community mean to that process starting a business is one of the hardest things someone can do and having community around specifically this event summerfest tech is critical to uh, continue to ignite that energy yeah so summerfest dash tech com has all the information. It is June 24th to the 27th at the newly renovated Aurora Pavilion at Henry Meyer Festival Park. Last year it was at Potawatomi. Potawatomi yeah. Right, so yeah. a little shift of, of venue there, but I wanted to put that on people's radar because the information was just released a couple days ago. Cool. So, what... Um, Give us the kind of the day to day in the Steve Glenn life for the like minute or so before we head to break. Tell us who you are. Uh, so Steve Glenn, born and raised in Milwaukee, MPS grad. Super proud of all of that. Uh, I spend my my life, my work, my days connecting Milwaukeeans to business, and whether that's a restaurant, an artist, a cafe, what have you. Uh, all the work goes into that energy. Very good, and that's done th mainly through Experience Milwaukee, which is a podcast platform. Correct. Highlighting the people, places, and events that make our city amazing. All right. And um, who was your last guest? Uh, we actually, it's not out yet, but we actually just recorded at the historic, iconic Stenny's yesterday morning. Oh, uh, that's nice. coming out really soon. But our last guest, uh, I believe, was Russell Nicolay okay. uh, from Nicolay Law. Ah, yeah. very nice. Yeah. All right, so Tech, Milwaukee, and more, all coming up next with our guest, Steve Glenn. This is The Upswing, and I'm Jeff Sherman. Welcome back to The Upswing. Today, it's technology and small business with Steve Glenn, Chief Milwaukee Officer at Experience Milwaukee, and connector in residence at Alverno College. Steve, can you spotlight some of the technology trends in Milwaukee? Is it is it all AI, venture capital, and talent, or what, what what's happening in the technology space here? Yeah, that's definitely the trendy thing to talk about. Um, but what I see kind of on the streets, working with companies, interviewing executives, it's, of course, always about talent. Um, but I, what I see and feel a lot is this kind of, and I know this isn't always a popular opinion, but friction between the startup uh, desire to be a, a techie kind of city around tech startups and the fact that we are just simply, uh, you know, an enterprise tech city. We have large companies that hire lots of tech employees. And so I see 
sort of on a daily, weekly basis, those two things having friction against each other. And so how how do you marry those, those two? Like the, the corporate entities and the startups, there's a lot of collaboration there, like tech hubs. Yes. You know, how does that work? A lot of great work with the Milky Way Tech Hub, the Milwaukee Tech Hub Coalition, um, in bringing those worlds together. And really, so what I'm seeing now, too, and when we talk about trends, uh, uh, some of those enterprise corporate level tech talent uh, people with a great deal of discipline around technology, bringing that expertise into the non-technical founder world where some of these people have ideas but don't know how to get those ideas built. Mm-hmm. So I often say that everything is local yes. and global at the same time, right? Yep. And how is Milwaukee and Wisconsin embracing this trend? There's kind of this Uberization of technology, yes, right? Yes, exactly, Yeah. I, I see like these broad-based global platforms that exist out there, the Spotify's, the Ubers, et cetera, and smart entrepreneurs kind of bringing it into their communities that they've built and building technology platforms off of that that are very hyper-local, hyper-community focused. Yeah. So do you have some examples of some of those those kind of Uber-based technology platforms that are being incubated in Milwaukee? Yeah, right on. Uh, so some are very early stage, and, and again, this is where our community comes in to help support their growth and development. But one is called WorkShift. Hmm. It's actually like the uh, pick up a shift anywhere, anytime, okay. whoever you are at, at a restaurant. Um, so big challenges for restaurants and service industry to hire, having enough hire people. people. Right, yeah. and, and literally decreasing hours uh, of being open because of that. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I, there's another really interesting, uh, there's a young woman working on a, a sort of the Uberization of tours, right? How do you match okay. tour guides hmm. in a city, people that know a lot of stuff about the city to people who want to just jump on something, go experience. Right. Well, th- there's 2,000 tech workers in the area and uh, 2,000 tech companies and probably like 80,000 tech workers. So it's a pretty big world. Mm -hmm. But often, I don't know, it it feels like, you know, we're in a smaller, smaller pond, right? You would think so, but we get the attention of the Googles out there. We get the attention of the Amazons. Uh, Companies are recruiting in different ways because they know there's lots of very experienced talent here. And, um, hey, guess what? It's not really as expensive as it is on the coast to operate. Yeah. So what's when you're recruiting people for jobs to come to the metro Milwaukee area, even to move to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. kind of, what's, what's your pitch? We bring them here in the summer for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, that's step one. But, you know, you show them, I think the, the most critical thing is whether or not they are in sort of the startup tech mode or they're in an enterprise job mode. Um, you can show them a path from that, those two things to even, hey, come here. You, you'll, maybe you'll work for XYZ Corp, but there are so many jobs and opportunities. If something changes or shifts in your life, we've got you covered. Mm-hmm. And by the way, cost of living is tremendously to your advantage. Yeah. And how important is kind of the, the almost the family-based culture in, in Wisconsin? Do you see and hear that a lot from recruits? It's so much so. In fact, you know, you mentioned Summerfest Tech. That truly is a showcase of how family tech is in this community. I mean, from the happy hours to the talks to the, the mingling between sessions, 
all you see at that event, one of the things you see primarily, besides really great and hear really great conversations, lots of hugs in this community. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about family and technology and kind of blending it all and how we balance the tech world in our lives after after the break. Because I know it's a it's a big it's a big topic for parents. Mm-hmm. How do you do this? How do you do that when so much is coming at us? Yep. Welcome back to The Upswing. I'm Jeff Sherman. We're talking tech, family, small business today with our special guest, Steve Glenn from Experience Milwaukee, also Alverno College. Steve, your family having uh, phone issues today? <laughs> I don't think so. No one's no. yelled at me yet, so <laughs> okay. no texts coming in about that. All right. We had, I had a lot of early morning texts from my kids and wife that uh, signals were out and having problems connecting, so... I haven't had any problems, but uh, obviously it's it's the news of the day. Right, right. So I appreciate kind of the focus of your regular podcast. It, it really kind of dives a positive light to guys talking about business and life. You're a dad. I'm a dad. I want to talk about family business and technology for a little bit. We have a 12-year-old at home. We have a 16-year-old home. It's not easy to manage the day-to-day, the tech needs and the wants and kind of our always on mentality what what is your i need some advice but what's your advice for fans and listeners in terms of kind of managing a tech career with family life it's re it's really tough it is not easy and you so i've got four kids spanning spanning the ages of four to 17 three on the older side and the four-year-old is always asking when does he get a tv in his room Uh, because the other three uh, have theirs, but um, you have a TV in your room. I do that. I never watch. Okay, yeah, so, we, we do yeah. not. Uh, our our twelve year old daughter does, but it's mainly to play Fortnite, which I can justify as a technology trend that she needs <laughs> to know to power her forward. Right, right. But you know, when you talk about balance, right, running yeah. a company and, and having a family and a, and a bigger family, uh, lots of activities going on all the time. It's not easy, and I don't. I sort of gave up at a point on the striving for balance. And instead, I just look for clear communication around what things can realistically happen. And sometimes, and I know we were chatting before the show, right? sometimes that means I have to pass on a meeting. That could be very critical for growth of the company. And sometimes it means I have to pass on an event that the kids are having. Yeah. I'm big on life work sync. I think when you can find those flows in your day-to-day life, mm-hmm. instead of always striving for balance, like, ooh, it's got to be family or professional, you got to look to bring it together as much as right. you can or else you're going to lose focus of what's really important. Yeah, and I have, uh, to your point, I have, speaking of technology and kids, one of my kids is on a virtual, all-virtual school. She runs all her lessons on an app, okay. and she regularly hangs out with me in the in the tech startup entrepreneur kind of creative community. She's building her own network at 15 uh-huh. and building a company at the same time while she's going to school and working at you know at some retail places. Yeah, too. learning to code definitely a, a tech trend for kids. Absolutely. Is that something she is she's learning to do early on? No, she's more on the artsy side. Okay, so she's crocheting, she is drawing, she is creating just different things that uh, she takes to the uh, local markets to sell. Okay, 
Well, I have I have a presentation that I use for recruitment and retention and some public speaking that I do, and it's called Milwaukee Principles the World Needs Now. Mm-hmm. And I love it, by the way. I, thank yeah. you. Since I have the chief Milwaukee officer <laughs> in studio here. No pressure. You are going to be I have a focus group of one. And we're going to go through a couple of these slides and talk a whole lot more about tech, recruitment of talent to Milwaukee, and more. This is The Upswing. And you're listening to WTMJ. Welcome back to The Upswing. We continue our conversation with Steve Glenn, Chief Milwaukee Officer. And what are you, connector in residence at Alverno College? Talk to us about that gig a little bit. I convinced them to uh, create a, a role that calls connector in residence. Really, it's to uh, help connect the school of business there and those students okay. uh, who are on the upswing. All right. Uh, who uh, need to connect to the business world desperately. And we have these beautiful towers in downtown Milwaukee. Some of these young women at this school may never get an opportunity to get inside those towers. How do we change that? Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's what we want this show to be all about, kind of the greater good business, Wisconsin, and connecting all of our communities. Mm-hmm. I have a presentation that I use mm-hmm. to introduce people to greater Milwaukee, and I think it probably relates to any community across the state, and you are the chief Milwaukee <laughs> officer. So I'm going to go to, through two of these slides yeah. Get your thoughts on it. I can just picture you in your living room, you know, like guests, yeah. people come over, your family comes and you're like, wait, I've got a presentation right. for you before well, we go out yeah. tonight. Let me tell you about Milwaukee <laughs> and Wisconsin and why you need to right. move here. Before we get into dinner, <laughs> right. like, this is what I want to do because that's what I'm all about. Don't leave. Don't leave. That's yeah. right. So one of my core beliefs is that all the cities in Wisconsin are connected mm-hmm. and that we rise together, we learn together. And we probably compete occasionally, right? That's going to happen. That's natural. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, there's growth when we share and connect around ideas. So there's two f- principles that I truly believe happen in and around Wisconsin. One is we build and join, right? Mm-hmm. Milwaukee and Wisconsin makes things. We have master lock padlocks, Briggs and Stratton lawnmowers and snowblowers, generator. We have paintbrushes from Sherline, flags from Edler. Carmex, mattresses, we are, we are a city of makers. There's no doubt Without about it. Without a doubt, it. yes. But I think sometimes people don't realize the breadth and depth of the business world and how much we make things each and every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just continue. Pool cues, McDermott, <laughs> Carmex, Diamonds, Diamond Nexus. Obviously, the typewriter was born here too. Milwaukee Tool and Snap-on Tools. So we make tools and we make things that make other things. But we're also joiners. We join community. We join clubs and committees. There's a lot of clubs from YMCA to health clubs, to neighborhood groups, to civic watch groups. So we are a community of joiners. How do you encourage that day to day when there's so many different organizations that people can connect to? And you're really good at it. And that's why I've always appreciate your flavor. Thanks. So I spend a lot of time uh, in coffee shops and, uh, quite frankly, at bars talking with people and really understanding where they're going, where they're headed, whether that's a tech startup or a maker, so to speak, and connect them to the right opportunities, the right communities um, that are going to get them. What I, I call it, how do I help you shorten your curve and get you into what you want to do faster now that I've got experience behind me? Yeah. Um, so I work really, and, and you know, one of the greatest communities around makers, the Milwaukee Makers Market. It's taken all of it's taken all of what you just said and put it into one event that happens almost every month 
throughout the year. Yeah, and one of the you know one of the signature events I work on a regular basis is the Milwaukee Night Market that happens right Love outside it. the doors of Good Good Karma. There yeah. are a hundred vendors four times a summer that are showcasing their wares and then finding additional business opportunities. The city comes together for the night market in a way that I've never seen before. Yeah. The second principle that the world needs now that's anchored in Milwaukee is that we corner the bar and church market. You know, <laughs> obviously there are a thousand plus houses of worship in and around Milwaukee mm-hmm. that are packed every every weekend. Milwaukee seemingly has an endless stream of bars and churches on every corner. What I again, what I appreciate about you, Steve, and how you go about your business is on a Friday afternoon, <laughs> you're sitting at Tuesday afternoon, pizza place, (laughs) and you're welcoming people in there to showcase local businesses. Right, and I do that at the local pizza place. I do that at a number of uh, restaurants and cafes around the city. It's my way to give back to those establishments that give so much to what we and how we experience Milwaukee. Um, and really it's, uh, it's a way to break down some barriers and get people to be vulnerable outside of a, a room or an office or something. Yeah. Well, I think we have to really be mindful of where our community gathering spaces are, how you connect and ignite with people. We want spaces to feel involved and energized, and it's something we all have to be really mindful back. We have one more segment coming up with Steve Glenn. We'll come back. We'll talk about co-working. We'll talk a little bit about Text MKE, a new product that he just launched. This is The Upswing, and I'm Jeff Sherman. Welcome back to The Upswing. I'm Jeff Sherman. The WTMJ Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. Another beautiful day here in the state of Wisconsin, so get out take a walk over lunch but let me let me talk a little about co-working where are you working today are you at the office are you at home are you at a coffee shop there's so many different ways to plug in and I, I've in, in the last couple of weeks obviously spending more time here at good karma brands the energy of being in a downtown center where you have the third Street market hall and vi- four or five businesses surrounding us is absolutely incredible. I know Steve has some good thoughts about co-working in and around the Milwaukee area, and I want to go through some of my favorite spots yeah, too. Let's hear them. What do you what What do you think? So I I like when I'm out and about. I like to see people, but I also like to have spaces space. where I can yeah. duck in for privacy. Right? Agreed. I have two offices in the downtown area that I can go to mm-hmm. to get the quiet, but. Places like, um, you ever been to Wantable Cafe in, the, in Walker's Point? Every day. Every day. Yeah, so I see you there often. And so it's cool to see cafes like Wantable create private spaces so that people can work there but feel like, hey, wow, if I need to do a call or if I need to duck into a meeting, this is an approachable place. Agreed. And you talk about where uh community and commerce meet, the Wantable Cafe is just that because there are so many people working on a diverse set of community or business initiatives, and it's great to kind of collaborate every day. Yeah. I also really like hotel lobbies. Yes. (laughs) Because you get a really good, especially in downtown Milwaukee, but I think any community that you're, you're in, hotel lobbies provide that really good visitor mix mm-hmm. with a local mix so you get to kind of see what's happening in a community but you also see a ton of people you know over here some really fun conversations sometimes um i prefer and you know 
often with a Diet Coke or something until a certain hour, but I, <laughs> I prefer to sit up at the bar and work there, and I've perfected. I think uh, I've perfected. There's always room for growth, but I've perfected the art of uh, you know which space is going to be the quietest at which time of day, whether that's at Transfer Pizzeria Cafe or right. Black Sheep, wherever it might be, uh, figuring out how to get to the bar and have some of that quiet, private work time yeah. that you need. Yeah, and next week I'm hoping to have a, a real estate expert on, and she's going to talk about kind of the trend of corporate offices having public space mm-hmm. for people to come in. Like you wouldn't think Northwestern Mutual downtown has public a cafe. Space. Yes, And it's you can beautiful. go there and work if you're a remote worker or even if you're just in between meetings. And, again, that cl- that connects <laughs> – Another opportunity for collisions. It's a beautiful spot. It's really peaceful to work from. And again, for, great for networking. Yes, without a doubt. So what about what about coffee shops? Is that is that still kind of in your realm? Obviously, Wantable is a coffee shop. But is that still kind of a day-to-day coffee thing? Yeah, I think uh, I bounce around to some of the local coffee shops. I like yeah. to keep it local. And um, and it's, it's interesting because... Sometimes, depending on the time of day, it can be a little bit noisy. Right. But most times that noise helps me kind of focus on what I need to focus on. Yeah. Sometimes my brain, sometimes it's a little, it's a little overwhelming because there's so much going on in coffee shops and it's hard to really lock in on it, but it depends on the day. If you're craving your favorite latte, you got to get to that one shop you know has it, you know. That is right. We're talking to Steve Glenn from Experience Milwaukee. Quickly, Steve, as we close out here, you have a, a pretty cool product that was I was a part of early on. It, <laughs> right, we helped are. launch textmke.com. Yes. Tell us all about it and how it works. And I want to tell us how how people can sign up, but get to the technology behind it as yeah. well. So first of all, if you want to sign up, textmke.com. Really easy, simple, fast sign up. It is Milwaukee's only free daily text on what ideas we have for you of what to do in and around the city. And we keep it super fun. Yeah. Can you give us an example of a of a recent one? Uh, I I texted this morning that I'm going to be on the show, and I said, <laughs> "Hey, I said, hey, listen to the show, text in what you hear, and we're going to give away some Summerfest tickets. How about that? Ah, very so, nice. All right, all right. So it, it's it's a platform that you developed and that 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 you utilize. Yes. No, we did not develop the platform. Okay. We, we leverage another technology because okay. they can be faster and better than we ever could building our own. Um, and it's really simple and affordable for us. Uh, so we leverage that that platform to connect Milwaukeeans to business, like I said earlier, along our mission. And it's been amazing to hear, receive feedback from the city, this community on yeah. just – how great it is to get a positive message in the most intimate inbox on the phone every day. Very good. All right. That's what it's all about. Positivity and uplifting the community each and every day. That's what we're going to strive to do here on the upswing. Finally, give me your quick definition of success. Ooh, I uh, think success is I'm in right in the midst of it. uh, Although, you know, sometimes you get it to success and you have to monetize a little bit better, but (laughs) doing what you love with the people you love. All right. I love that definition. Until tomorrow, we'll talk tomorrow. We're going to talk Light the Hone. We're going to talk Miller Light and a whole lot more. Onward. Keep it on the upswing.